Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to ZorkCast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style. Brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of ZorkCast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael, and welcome back to Zorkcast. So today, I am going to be answering a question that came up on the Everything AC group yesterday when Joe posed the question, what exactly is Big Baccarat, with emphasis on the big? Now, it's sort of funny because I haven't really spoken about Baccarat yet. Well, I did speak a little bit in episode 9 about the Stardust, but... I am a pretty huge fan of doing things out of order, since I tend to find it leads to better intellectual reflection. Actually, I made that up this morning, but it is sort of interesting when you do things out of order a little bit. And regularly, I probably should have been speaking about Baccarat first, and then speaking about big Baccarat at a later date, but I think this will be sort of fun. And we will go back to more episodes on Baccarat over the next month or two. So, just a little bit of background. Baccarat, by far, is the easiest game in the casino. Baccarat has one of the lowest house edges in the casino. It is an extremely relaxing game. It is also an extremely exciting game. Now, one of my favorite quotes about Baccarat, which I wish I knew who quoted it. I haven't been able to find who quoted this because I've had this quote for a number of years, but I really do need to find it. I should look that up. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do that for the show notes. Anyway, my favorite quote for Baccarat. Craps and blackjack are about action, like a good Hollywood action film, where you try to overpower fate, guns blazing, while Baccarat is no verb, but rather a state of mind where you must isolate yourself from the physical in order to interpret fortune. It really does sound rather sexy. It's probably not really that sexy, but I happen to like that quote a lot. And it's definitely a gambler superstition quote because of the term interpret fortune. Anyway, if you want some background on Baccarat, you should definitely check out a book that was out of print but has now been republished by Lyle Stewart. And it's called Lyle Stewart on Baccarat. Lyle was a huge high roller in the 1980s and 1990s. Uh, Actually, I think even late 70s. He was a maverick uh, book publisher or basically an independent publisher of controversial books. And coincidentally, he hails from Fort Lee, New Jersey, which is also my hometown. He's been described as a garrulous raconteur. He had a wide circle of friends freely admitting to a lively sex life and, as expected, of a gambling authority and a former partial casino owner. He was fond of gambling, with Baccarat and Craps being his games of choice. And it just happens to be that Baccarat and Craps are by far my favorite table games. 
just a word about House Edge and Baccarat and interpreting fortune. You cannot overcome the House Edge at Baccarat without some rather advanced uh, AP techniques, AP standing for advantage play. That's something we might talk about at a later date. But basically, there is a house edge that you cannot overcome, no matter how much you believe that you can interpret fortune. Now, what is Baccarat? Well, Baccarat, the literal translation, I will just read a line from Lyle Stewart's book. Zero. Nothing. Yes. That's the literal translation of the Italian word Baccara. And that's how the game, the name of the game originated. So basically, Bakara means nothing. And we should, you should probably, if you want a little bit of information on Bakara, because I'm not supposed to be doing this as a general episode on Bakara, I'm supposed to be talking about big Bakara or really the difference, you should probably refer to Wizard of Odds. And for now, let's just keep it simple. Nine is the best possible hand at Baccarat. You want to get an eight or nine on your first hand because those are natural hands or and basically all play stops. A nine being the best hand, you cannot lose with a nine. You might not win. Why might you not win? Because you could always tie. And a tie is basically a push, unless you happen to be betting on the tie. Once again, we'll probably do an episode on tie bets at some time, because that's also a really interesting, superstitious uh, subject, which I love to speak about. But basically, if you get an eight or a nine, there's no more drawing of cards. Those are the best hands you can get, and there's a good chance that you will win. Now back to Big Baccarat. Regular regular Baccarat is played at a table that looks similar to a blackjack table with one dealer. The dealer handles all of the cards and basically does everything, just like in pretty much so most other casino table games. Then you have something called Midi Baccarat, M-I-D-I, which is sort of called also Macau style. And that is a game that is a squeeze game. And that in that case, the player or banker, because you choose which side you're going to bet on, who has the highest wager gets to face the cards. And facing the cards is a very big deal in Baccarat. For those who don't know what facing the cards means, it means just handling and showing the hand. And that, of course, allows you to build up all kinds of excitement. And you can also, lots of superstitions come into that type of thing. Once again, that'll be discussed at a later date. As well as uh, many interesting historic Baccarat moments that I have had. So then you have another game, which is called Big Baccarat. And basically, that is the same as Midi or Macau-style Baccarat, but there's one or two other, a couple of big differences. One, it's played on a very large table. Possibly that's why it's called Big Baccarat. I, I think that is, actually. And there are three dealers. I think it's actually four dealers. One uh, rotates off the table, uh, around the table, so that they can take a break. But the big difference is that the shoe, and that's the the holder for all of the cards, moves around the table. So you basically – the shoe moves around the table and the players get to deal the game. And you And when you're dealing the game from the shoe, you are dealing the banker hand. So in essence, 
you are taking on the position of banker, but you're not really banking the game in American uh, Baccarat or Punto Banco. But it looks like it and it feels like it. The funny thing about it is you actually don't have to bet on the hand that you're dealing, but it is rather odd not to do that. But as long as you are dealing the cards and the, and the shoe moves around the table, as long as you deal a pass, and that means that you have a winning hand, so you're dealing, you're dealing the cards and banker wins, then you keep dealing the cards as long as banker keeps winning. As soon as player wins, then the shoe moves to the next person and then they start dealing the cards. And that's basically the difference. It's the same as any other Baccarat game. The only difference is that you get to actually deal the cards and face the cards. And at a big Baccarat game, when you are dealing the cards, uh, the, you'll also be dealing, you'll be dealing both hands. The high player hand will be faced by the player, another player at the table who has the highest wager on, uh, pl- on player. So basically you have the, the person dealing the cards, touching the cards that he's dealing, and then you have the high player hand touching the cards and the shoe moves around. And obviously this probably, this makes for a rather slow casino game, but it's a lot of fun and can be very exciting, especially when the person dealing is winning a lot of hands or hitting a streak at Baccarat and Baccarat is all about streaks. But basically, the point of this episode was to talk about the main difference between big Baccarat and other forms of Baccarat. Unfortunately, not many big Baccarat games left anymore. One of my favorites at Borgata in Atlantic City closed in March. My guess is they will bring out the big Baccarat table for special events like Chinese New Year. Used to be a really great big Baccarat game at Bally's. That's no longer there. I do not believe that there is a big Baccarat game that is operating on a regular scheduled basis in the city of Atlantic City anymore. And all of the casinos did have big Baccarat, pretty much so at one point in Atlantic City. Big Baccarat is still pretty prevalent in Las Vegas, but only at high limits. And that's my story for today. So if you have any questions about Baccarat or Big Baccarat, or perhaps if you would like to give me a suggestion on how I should do future episodes about Baccarat, I would love to hear your feedback. So make sure you go to the Zorkcast Facebook group and tell me what you'd like to hear. Have a great day. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.